This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. Warning, this episode contains strong language as well as major spoilers for Living Plus, episode 6 of the final season of Succession. Everyone seems to be unravelling in Succession. This week's episode was all about Waystar's new project Living Plus, a real estate programme for the elderly that combines entertainment, security, care and even potentially eternal life. Or something like that anyway. Whatever it is, the company's likely soon-to-be owner, Lucas Matson, doesn't want it on the books regardless. But the interim sea bros are making some bold and very questionable moves. Multiple firings, cool new rules, and a very high-risk speech. There's also a creepy comeback of sorts. A deep fake Logan Roy. Because as Kendall said, big. Big shoes. Every Tuesday until the final of Succession, we'll be reviewing each episode after it drops on the Leader podcast. Be sure to listen to hear analysis, insight and general fandom around one of the most talked about TV series ever. Joining me this week are... I'm Elizabeth Gregory. I'm a culture writer. And I'm Hamish McBain, deputy editor of ES Magazine. So season four, episode six, Living Plus. Liz, can you just give us a summary of what happened? Yep. So this week, all of the head honchos from Waystar Royco went over to LA to launch a new product called Living Plus, which is kind of luxurious retirement homes. And that was basically it. It was like the whole episode was about the run up to Kendall giving this presentation. It was about him and Roman um, kind of navigating as CEOs and they did quite a bad job really. Um, (laughs) And yeah, that was it. So Hamish, Living Plus, what is it exactly? Can you define what Living Plus is, first of all? Uh, Well, there were a number of uh, quite amusing descriptions of it. Shiv called it prison camps for grannies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matson called it Matson did a great little speech where he said, hey, you know how shitty and horrible cruises are? Imagine that, but you're like on land. (laughs) Kendall was, I can't remember the Kendall quote, but there was quite a mean Kendall quote as well. But yeah, basically it is, yeah, it's retirement. It's retirement homes made techie and... With like entertainment merged. But I mean, I I think the thing for me is, is that... By the end of it, I sort of was thinking this isn't really that ridiculous a proposition when you consider that gyms are now being sold to us as nightclubs, basically. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's listened to this who is a member of a gym in London, 
they're basically being so it's all oh you're part of the family and you know all this kind of stuff which is quite silly what it was was it just seemed like a, a kind of very 2023 pitch as in it's solutionism really as in it's solving a problem that isn't really there mm. and sexing up something that is basically not very sexy and i i was blown away by his thing it was it was kind of batshit and silly and unbelievably cheesy and corny but by the end it did you know it had kind of worked you you'd sort of bought into this concept that he was selling did you think it was a good idea Liz? yeah it was fine but <laughs> i i'm not as kind of convinced by kendall as hamish is at all at the end of the you went one over um, by the speech the no speech. and at the end of the presentation when he went back in the room i thought everyone was faking it and saying to him like oh yeah yeah you did an okay, you did an okay job like kind of just didn't to make him feel good i didn't think they were convinced at all whereas i read your review hamish <laughs> and <laughs> you said you said he he did a great job well i think the 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 stock the stock prices went up didn't they which is at the end of the day yeah. is all that they really care about Something that occurred to me afterwards was that Shiv was basically telling Matson to kill it and yeah. then telling Matson to not kill it. So basically Shiv was far more in charge, mm. as in she's got Matson under her finger to a certain extent. He certainly looked like, do you know, when he got on the plane. Mm. Also, where were they when that happened? You know, because they were, she was refueling. It's like, does that happen all the time with billionaires that they just end up on the same kind of tarmac? Maybe, I don't, yeah, all the private jets you know, like, like go just, past each other. It's like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, when he got on the plane, he flashed her this look that was very kind of like he liked her. Did he, do you remember it? It yeah. was like, yeah. it looked like someone who really liked somebody else. I, I don't know, like, because maybe, I think because of what we were speaking about last week and he's like the master manipulator and everything, I didn't know whether, because it's the limited amount of what he can actually do at this point before he properly takes over or, if you know, if he does manage to take over. I just, I wonder if we're still in that period where he could still be manipulating her ultimately. Mm. Possibly, but I agree with Liz that it does seem like he is a little bit smitten with her. Um, and we know that he has a track record of just being strange to say the least and jumping into relationships that are probably not appropriate or wise when you are considering (laughs) a multi-billion pound takeover of somebody's company but it definitely felt I mean whether whether he's that smart or not remains to be seen but it certainly felt very very flirtatious the little backwards backwards um swagger that he did and then blew her a kiss was um you know it's very flirty but yes, re- regarding Kendall's thing, I think that the team, but you know, the, the senior team are all clearly horrified by it. And I, I don't think that it's the introduction of Kendall, the business genius. I just think as a one-off speech, it kind of did the job. When he came onto that stage, everybody was expecting the rap from season two, yeah. part two, basically. <laughs> right. But it, it, it sort of worked in its own really weird, odd way. Yeah, and I will say that he managed the Matson tweet incredibly well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like he could have reacted badly to that. He kind of did, didn't completely disparage Matson, but at the same time, he managed to create a little bit of space between them. So, which was quite skillful. And I agree that he didn't seem as nutty as we all thought. You know who was going to be, 
But he's but the thing with the dad, like talking to his dad back and forth and almost crying when he said I would I'd love another day with my dad. It was just it felt incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. I don't know. I fe- I sort of found that like he was being emotionally manipulative in terms of a uh, pitch. Yeah. As in he he was playing up to the cameras, as it were, and utilizing all these things to make it seem like it was a really emotional thing. I don't know. Um, I just, they spent so much time in this episode. If you ask me too much time, the yeah. whole 40 minutes, the first 40 minutes was basically the messages. Kendall's gone to quote Shiv completely woo woo. <laughs> and that was, it was just, that's all the first 40 minutes was. And so if we'd thought about it a little bit harder, we probably, would, could have guessed that the writers were doing a big red herring. Um, what did you guys think of the episode as a whole then? Because uh, I did kind of feel like it could have been a bit of a filler episode potentially. Totally agree. I found it quite boring, yeah. which is a word that I would never usually use for succession. And obviously because the series is so great, even you know, even though it's boring, it's still a great episode. But I just felt like it was lacking the kind of the drama that we'd enjoyed the last three episodes in particular, that all of these amazing one-liners, you know, I literally spent the last three episodes laughing my head off, whereas this, I just felt it was a bit dry. Mm. And so I was trying to work out why, what the writers were trying to teach us. What do they want us to, to teach us about Kendall? Okay, so they want to show that he's unraveling and that his father still kind of looms incredibly large in his life but we already knew that kind of Mm. um what are they teaching us about roman and shiv okay so shiv came out on top so yeah i was trying to work it out that way like why are they setting this up and what does it mean basically for the next four episodes let's go to the ads stay there to hear elizabeth gregory and hamish mcbain on where this leaves the power rankings of succession after this episode Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Still with me are the Evening Standards, Elizabeth Gregory and Hamish McBain. Liz, you, I know you're always a big fan of Kendall, but if you didn't think his speech went very well, where mm. do you think he is in the power rankings? And is he number one at the moment or what, what do you think? No, I bumped him right down this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's Shiv at number one, Matson number two, Jerry number three, then Roman, then Kendall. That's what, how I put it. What do you think, Hamish? I agree with the top three, definitely. Mm-hmm. I definitely think 
She is, is Jerry top three though? She was sacked. Yeah, no, no. But I, th- I think Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> but but I, I, I agree because I think that Jerry is rated by Shiv, and Shiv is basically Shiv could tell Matson to go and jump off a mountain, and I feel like he would stand a reasonable chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I do think that Shiv is, albeit subtly, in the driving seat here. Matson obviously is the guy who is going to be taking over. And Jerry is rated by Shiv and Matson. And by all of the cronies as well. She just seems like across the board, everybody kind yeah. of appreciates her and understands that she's the best. Mm. So, yeah, I would definitely agree with the top three. I would say that I think long term, if we're talking about at the end of this episode, I would say Kendall's probably fourth, but likely to blow up as a result of this minor success mm-hmm. <laughs> well I have a little game that we could play which is that they have released the titles of the next four episodes Ooh. so is this a spoiler I don't know <laughs> they never oh. they never give us much no. like this the title of this episode was Living Plus yeah. would, would we have known no. <laughs> what, what that meant we would have been yeah. worrying about like, something weird they're going to yeah. do to Logan yeah, <laughs> yeah it, like the permanent like deep fake is just always in the boardroom or something. exactly yeah. so uh, episode 7 is called Tailgate Party mm-hmm. go on I don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm speculating no with the list uh, America Decides is episode eight. Okay, so I, that will be, that will be about his yeah. election. That will yeah. be the election. So tailgating in America, isn't that when there's like a big game on and then people sort of uh, park their cars up and they have like barbecues outside their cars and it's like a big sort of pre-game thing before like a big football uh, tournament? Right, okay. So is it there's something similar they do around elections maybe? Like, that's yeah. my <laughs> shot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad one. Then after that, you have Church and State, episode nine. So is that just the president getting sworn in, maybe? Yeah. Um, Or the president is elected, I suppose. And then the last ever episode of Succession is going to be called With with Eyes Open. (laughs) So so who knows? But, I mean, you know, bear, bear in mind that the episode in which Logan died was called Connor's Wedding. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So they obviously are <laughs> going to red herring us, and we shouldn't yeah. really be reading a great deal into the two words of title. Uh, yeah, with eyes open to be, it's like there's a betrayal that's going to happen, but is that going to be that surprising in yeah. succession? Like, yeah. expect but, it to be happening. But America decides, it, like, that suggests that we are going to see an election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to, to ponder. Yeah. Um, in terms of what's going to happen to Connor. Succession is available to watch in the UK on Sky Atlantic and now. And that's it from this episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with more Succession Insight. The Leader Podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.